Nobody really wants to listen to this anyway. <laughs> we don't want to record it and nobody wants to listen to it. Welcome to the Winest Shuffle, the Inverness Caledonian Thistle FC fan podcast and the first in our new match reaction pods, your reactive ranting and raving about the latest on-field ICTFC action. In this pod, we'll focus exclusively on the opening day defeat to Queen's Park and the 1-0 loss to Air United. And that's it. Just hard-hitting, analytical analysis of the sad start to the season and alliteration. Let's shuffle. Inverness, what the hell? How you doing? No barter sale for shitty weather, drugs and pissness. Inverness is a fucking business. What did Tarzan see when he found his screwdriver? There's it. Welcome one and all, I'm Andrew Moffat and joining me today for this first ever mini shuffle is what I'm calling it. Uh, looking at these two losses is Stevie Riley, Land of the Lost. Hello. Hello, mate. Uh, and Sandy Sutherland, the island of lost souls. How you doing? Evening. Which is what it feels like being a Cali Thistle fan at the moment. Five straight losses, worst record since 2009. Uh, let's try and keep this tight. I mean, for no more about an, an hour of recording, um, I might cut out about 15 minutes of our poorest witterings, uh, trimming the fat and leaving only a juicy slab of ICT meat to get your teeth into. So who's been the Wagyu beef and who's been whatever it is they put into the hot dogs? Uh, who's been good? Who's been rubbish? And what do we need to do to improve? Who's been good, Stevie? Who's Keith Bray. Keith Bray. Keith Bray, yeah, um, I'm clutching, mate. I'm clutching at straws here. Um, no really standouts. I mean, there's, there's been a few, I say, C-minus performances. I mean, Keith, obviously, when he... When he started against Air, was really good. I mean, he could have got a goal. He just get nicked off his toe. I thought he, he looked really good against Queen's Park. Could have scored against Queen's Park as well. Keep it a good, good save. But he's he's shown sort of things that I saw against the Barton. And I mean, I saw a little bit of him against Hamilton last year in the League Cup. But he's he's positive. He wants the ball. He's forward thinking. He turns. And I mean, even if he doesn't get the end product like scoring goals, fans appreciate that, you know. And that's something that. I think we're lacking the moment a wee bit of, a wee bit of just a wee bit of intent and stuff and simple things make fans go off their feet in case doing that. So yeah, fingers crossed he continues with that. Yeah, I can only kind of emphasise what Stevie's saying. I think Keeper is the only real standout, you know. You wouldn't think he's seventeen by the way he's playing right now. You know, he's shown how versatile he can be. He's one of the very few that's tried to make a difference both when he started and off the bench. He's been our sort of most potent threat in, in all the games and it's it's great to see him developing. Uh, I just hope that we don't start putting too much pressure on the boy because I think you know folks do need to bear in mind he is only seventeen years old. He is just a boy, but it is great to see him showing such promise at such a young age. Yeah, but based on you know who's available just now and who's playing, he needs to play though. So Dodds mm-hmm. Dodds doesn't really have that ability to sort of take him out of the team at the moment because we don't have anyone else that's beating players. No, I mean, with Roddy McGregor, McGregor going down with this injury, I think it, it helps Keith in the long term. And I don't know, would you think, Moff, do, do, do you see him being a long-term starter or is it more a case of when Roddy comes in or we, we shoe on somebody else in the 10? Because I think he's, he's already made 10 at the moment, as far as I can see. I, I think he's... playing an 8 as well. You know, he, he, he's, he looks like he's got the he's got more raw talent than any player since Ryan Christie. Aye. He's, he's got, he's he's got been, more raw talent, hmm. X-factor, than any player since Ryan Christie, but 
even if you're a really good player like that, and you're playing the poor, poor teams, a lot of pressure on you. So Aye. I think he will play games, but I do. If, if Dodds can leave him on the bench a couple of times, if he's got Samuels and Sean one other fit, then I think he will do. But at the moment, he's got to play. No, I think we're, I'm obviously hanging on. To the only optimistic sort of spiel we can put in the first two games is Keith Brave, so I'm going to hang on to this. But I mean, yeah. I don't want to label him the next Ryan Christie, but Ryan Christie done things that Keith Bray is doing in terms of showing for the ball. If you remember, early days when Ryan came in, he would, yeah. rather than running, a, a lot of young boys run away from the ball, trying to get the ball into space to try and make themselves look good, whereas Keith does what Ryan does, shows intent, give me the ball, and he's quite vocal as well, and yeah, I'm not going to see the Ryan Christie, because that's a long way to go, but yeah, he's certainly, certainly got all the attributes anyway mm-hmm. at the moment. So I've written down here who's been rubbish. Um, oh. I, w- I said I said we need to be analytical. We need to be. Not that he did more than one bit of paper. <laughs> so you know, not who's been rubbish. All right, who's not been rubbish? Who do you think we would have expected more from? All right, we didn't win those league cup games, but there was positives in those league cup games. I wasn't too bothered about the league cup games, but I thought you know when we get to the league games, oh, it all come together. It just hasn't it hasn't bloody happened. But there has been some positive. But who like we got to these two league games? Who's been well under par from what you expected, Sandy? One in particular for me is Kami Harper. Um, he yeah. wasn't playing much in the cap game, so it was obviously Lewis Nicholson, and he was making a big impression before he picked up his injury. And since Harper's gone back into the team, I mean, I thought he had a really good end to the last season. I thought he, he finished the season really strongly, but this season he just seems to have kind of, I don't know, just seemed to lost focus a bit, you know. But, I mean, that's just a collective issue with the back four. But given how much football he played last season and how much of an impression he kind of left, I, I've kind of expected more of him. And so far, he's just not delivered. But, unfortunately, you could say the same about a lot of other guys that are in the team right now, both new and sort of from last season. No, I mean, as I see the Cammy Harper one, and I, it's, it's a shocker against Queen's Park. But, see, watching back, and I, again, you can't fault the... Obviously, the, the cock-up, obviously, it falls in Cammy. But if you look at Duffy, gives him two instructions. Duffy says, keep her and head to my foot. And I think maybe that, I mean, that's that's basic stuff. I know, I know Harper should get rid of the ball. But if you look at Duffy, he gives him two instructions, to the keeper and then to me. And I think that maybe, I don't know, delayed his, his reaction time. It's still a shocking goal to give away. But delaying has been a iffy. I mean, the third goal, if you look at the third goal, sorry, second goal against Queen's Park, Louis Longridge, Wallace Duffy, there's four of them in there that should be doing more. I mean, the first guy from Delaney is pretty embarrassing. I know it's on his it's on his swinger, but yeah. if he's a left side of centre half, he should be playing on the left hand side of the two rather than the right hand side. So I don't know if that's communication with the back four. I mean, I know a lot of people there's, say it's Dodds, but there's it's basic errors there, boys, and that's something you've got to look at the players. There's a lack of confidence there. You know, whether that's because they've got off to a poor start and not been able to get over it, I don't know. If it's just maybe a a lack of quality there because at the end of the day you know Duffy I know he says that Duffy can play centre half but you know predominantly he's been a right back before that and Delaney's a left back and I think he's actually quite a good one when he does play there they've not been able to get past this and you know we're we're five games in we're five defeats in and he's also tried a lot of different back fours in that Mm -hmm. time including the league games and the cap games and none of them seem to have worked and you know, we we probably end up revisiting the inevitable question: Do we dip back into the transfer market? And yeah. I think everybody agrees that we probably have to. I don't yeah. know what you guys reckon. We'll talk. We'll talk about 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 that um, going on. So, what you know, other than sure. other than that, Sandy, because these players, bar you know, these isn't there. These these are players that have achieved wins and notable games last season. And mm-hmm. f- for all that, Queens Park and Air United have beaten us. Queens Park and Air United will not are not the be- the best sides in this division. And we've struggled against both of them. So we should be 
given these two sides a game, and we should be giving other teams like that a game as well. If you're getting pumped by the likes of Dundee United or a tip Wraith Rovers, teams like that, that, you know, that's probably going to be expected. But what do we need to do to improve in against against these teams that we need we need to beat, we need to be winning, or at least we we cannot be losing? Communication, I think, a wee bit for me. I, um, I, I, I'll put it bad about, bad about you in a minute, Sandy, but I think... Sure, sure. The likes of, the, likes of, the basic errors, right, that stuff that you shouldn't have to teach the manager sometimes, communication, I mean, I don't know, the, the back four, we can go over and over it. We need a bit of experience centre-half, and that's where Danny Devine should be at 30-31 experience centre-half. But if you look at historically, Cut Broadfoot made Danny a better centre-half, and I think Deasy was more vocal than what Danny is. And Danny could be a, a capable centre-half, but he needs someone older who knows the league. And I know there's, there's, there's rumours of our centre-back coming in who's maybe younger. If anyone listens, get an older, experienced centre-half you can that knows the league. We spoke about it in last month's pod about players would like in. That's where it comes from. It starts at the back. I mean, midfield, well, she comes back in, you get some... I don't Billy's on fire and all cylinders at the moment either. That's another issue we can talk about, but we need an experienced centre-half in, and that's a communication thing that's that's worrying me when I see him play at the moment in the last two games. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, I think... Um... I've touched on that with a few folks I've spoken to because obviously that was the rumour that it's a younger centre-half they're looking to bring in and I don't think I've found anybody that thinks that's the answer. I think it is. It's got to be experienced. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, going on what Stevie said, I think Billy uh, Billy's having to do quite a lot on the pitch that he's not used to doing. I've noticed that in the last few games. He's having to drop very deep to Aye. make an impact in the games, which says that we're struggling in the middle as well. You know, we don't, We're not getting on the ball enough. We're not making enough of him an impact in that part of the pitch and he's coming deeper and deeper and then struggling to make an impact at the top because he's playing 4-4-2 could be playing 4-4-2 yeah. mm-hmm. but at the end of yeah. the day he's he's the one you want in the box for the chances he's not the one who you want yeah. you know picking out passes and you know trying to start things he's going to be getting on the end of them all right well there you have it uh join us next time uh, no, we've got we've got another <laughs> we've got another. Unfortunately, we've got another forty minutes or so oh, of, no. of the podcast that nobody wants to do and nobody wants to listen to. Up next, you got no soul, rubber bumpers. Spit that. Well, well, well. Right, the games. Let's talk about these games. Air United one no loss. Cali Thistle oh. made two changes to the side which lost an opening day against Queen's Park, while Stuffy and Austin Samuels dropped out from the squad altogether with Danny Devine and Keith Bray coming in from the start. And uh, Francis Amarty's early goal gave Air United all three points. I, I, I was at the game. Uh, I've also looked at the, the highlights, um, like you alluded to at the top there, Steve. We actually had maybe a few more chances than, than I remember, although mm-hmm. not a lot of them hugely clear-cut. There was some good... Last ditch defending from here and some poor shooting from us. Uh, Charlie Gilmore had a weak shot in the box. Keith Bray's got an f- absolutely fantastic, great mazy run, which doesn't really result in anything, but it's 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 great play. Uh, there's a Carson cross from a Longstaff one too, which looked good. Longstaff's had a good shot from twenty yards. He's actually looked okay in, in little spells. Uh, Nathan Shaw's hit the post in the the chance that you would expect to go in really. No. Um, what else has happened? Billy Dodds has been sent to the stands by the worst referee I have seen oh, in a long, 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 long time. Uh, and there was a great late save by Mark Ridgers as he tipped, I think, Ollie Pendlebury's shot over the bar in the last minute. That was an absolute screamer. I'm going to ask a very, very simple question. Uh, what went wrong here? Eh, well, eight minutes in, we're 1-0 no down. If you look at the goal back, and I had to look at it back again, even if I was at the game next to you, mate. 
horrible defending again. I mean, it's a loose knock on to Amarty, but again, I think Delaney's, Delaney's position there is a bit poor. Huffton puffed, as you say, with the chances, but it's a midfield for me in this game. But I, I don't. I like you look at Charlie Gilmer, but we miss Allardyce in there, man. There was no midfield in this game at all. If you look at the chances, we had nothing came from midfield. You had that one major run from Keith Bray, which ended up in a, a basically a pass back. It wasn't much on it, but we just couldn't get a grip of them at all, especially that first half. They were all over us. I mean, and again, I, like you, I was surprised with as many chances when I watched the highlights back, but they're all half chances and. Maybe the lack of Welsh in there, but a leadership in the middle of the park is affecting us because it just bypassed the midfield, mate. And again, at the back again. Who was it again? Devine and Delaney was the two, wasn't it? Again, different back. Yeah, back I thought I thought Devine was, was an improvement. He brought an improvement to the defence um, on the first game, of the Queen's Park game. I thought we looked a little bit more assured in there and he was ah. winning a few more balls, coming out of defence a little bit. Um, and I thought Davidson uh actually improved in that game he was better than he Queen's Park game oh, I was quite poor. Um yeah. but you talked about I was going to talk about the goals later but you know we're just gonna keep this pod quite free and easy, keep it flowing. Um that goal, watching back in the highlights, I think Harper's out of position mm-hmm. and then Delaney doesn't know. Well actually Delaney yeah. makes the decision to go to the man. To go the man, boy put his head across yeah. <laughs> boys put the header across and when he, and he's done that so Delaney's left to Marty. And Marty's just had a, an easy volley to knock it in. And he basically, so the Harper sort of makes him make the decision, but he actually shouldn't have made the decision because the ball's just in the air. All, boy, boy's only going to head it. He's not, he's not going to do anything else with it. No, he can't, can't go with goals. There's no power on it. it just can't, no, no, so it's again, it's, it's it's a poor decision by Delaney in that instant. That's, that's back to communication again. I mean, I, I'm going to, I think it's going to be a theme for me in this pod this this, this month, guys, but who, who, who who's who's the lead debate? Is it, is it, Divine to say Delaney, you stay, or is Delaney trying to cover for Harper? And there's a shout there. There's no leadership. I mean, I, I don't know. I think you, I would expect my goalkeeper to. I don't maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe, maybe in the, the second phase of play, but the first phase of play where it's, it's a scap up near as well. It's not as if it's a direct ball in. So there's there's got to be someone shouting from the back to at least the centre half, like push out or go at the man. There's, there was nothing. We're quite yeah. close to the pitch there. and I heard nothing as well. So it's very difficult, you know. We'll, we'll talk about the Queen's Park goals, and they're, you know, the second goal is a very similar goal, and obviously the first one we've talked about already to an extent. These are all bad goals to concede, and when a team is like that, and the defence has got no confidence, the midfield's got then got no confidence in the defence. It's a very, very difficult place to be. I think when we lose a goal, I think, and I think you can see the boys that knocks the stuff in it is there's a there's a there's an energy dump when we lose a goal, um, and. I know we obviously Davidson scored in the first game, but again, it wasn't really a rush after it either. It's a bit of a, a bit of relief of scored a goal, but there's no, no onus on us to sort of push to try and get an equaliser. And I think it's evident in their game when we lost the goal, you see the players' body body language just deflated that, as well. That's so. happened in every game as well. If you take away the Bonnie Rigg game, we've gone behind in every game. Aye, you know, aye, so the confidence, is, the confidence is absolutely shattered. You can you can see that. And, it, you know, we're not even in September yet. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, a, it's a shame to see because, you know, because we've seen from a lot of these guys that they are capable. They're they're just like you say. Whether it's communication, you add that in with you know a lack of confidence, a lack of understanding. Because there has been a lot of players gone, a few new come in. Yeah, it, I wouldn't say it's a little surprise we're we're struggling. I'm just I'm really surprised how much we're struggling though. Uh, and it is a con- and it is a concern. I mean, who, who, yeah, I don't think he knows his first living. And the problem is, I don't think he said his first living to choose since the season started. I, mean, I don't think he's, he's, he's not had it to choose basically from day no. one. Samuel Samuel's come in obviously against Queen Park. There was no sign of him dropping out. Duffy dropped no. out as well. 
Uh, Brooks, Brooks came on. So were they injured? Are they injured, those two? Brooks was injured. Uh, Brooks was injured. Yeah, yeah. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks had an ankle injury. Aye, but Samuels and, um, and Duffy, on the pre-match, there was no... You've got to assume they were. We only had five subs. And that's oh, how what, what, a possible nine. My point is, did they pick up an injury in the game, or did something happen midweek and have tried to maybe paper over the cracks so that he didn't find out? I don't know. It's that's a worry because yeah, it was three or four on the bench, wasn't it, including the keeper? Maybe five, four, four outfield and the keeper. Uh, Aye, there you go. And and Robbie Thompson, it was young boys as well. So yeah, aye, um, that's a worry. That's that's taken up a lot of the bench since we came back from pre-season. You know, we've got a, a big squad, but a lot of it is made up of very young players, and a lot of them don't have an awful lot of experience at this level. No, it's, it's, it's basically the heart being taken out of the team, and you can't yeah. and you can't oh, replace it aye. because it is, it, it is D's, it is our our dice, and it is Welsh, and that's aye. what any of our good performances in the last two seasons have been based on. And mm. there's nobody near the. I mean, Welsh for me, I've said a million times, is the best midfielder in the league on his day. Um, and obviously, our dice had his had his qualities as well. And we well, I, would, I, would, I would add, I would add, I would add Dan, and Jay Henderson into that because latter half of last season, once the two of them hit form, they were a big source of goals. Yeah, but I'm more thinking about like the spine and what makes you solid, Sandy. So it's not about scoring yeah. goals; it's about how do you stop scoring goals. So you stop that by having that solidity and that organisation in front of the defence with those sure. two four, aforementioned players. And then Dee's obviously a great defender, so we'll we'll go on to. What we maybe, think, maybe it's more maybe it's character as well, though. You can be a player, but you've you got to have a bit about you. Allardyce and D's had that, and Broadfoot to extend the character in terms of being a leadership. I don't see many characters in the team, I see players who are young yeah. with potential, but I don't see. I mean, Deezy could be nasty, gritty in the pitch, he was shouting stuff. You need a wee bit of, I mean, for one, let's, let's talk about let's talk about David Carson. He's playing what he wants to play. Um, he he spread the ball about very nicely in the oh. first couple of games, but at the same time, he's also he's lost the ball a few times as well. Yeah. Um, that probably just comes with having not played in that position for a long period of time. But he's also he's also literally been asked to do to do the job of every single player. He's he's been asked to cover every everybody that played the grass. He's been asked to drop deep and you know provide cover to the defence. He's been asked to do everything, and yeah. I think he's trying as hard as he can. I thought Carson was, was alright against there. I think of the midfield, he was. Better the two evils in terms of him and Gilmore. I think Gilmore was that great against Ayr, but Carson always give you that endeavour and he'll try. And, and, and maybe sometimes that's what gets him into trouble. He'll, he over tries sometimes, he'll get a, a reckless yellow, the odd red here and there. But I, I think he's maybe just he's out of touch playing midfield. As you said, he played right back for so long and he we sort of forgot it was midfielder, didn't we? But we, we, we played right back for so long. I think the Cammy Harper questions, I think it's better midfield long term. I think you could make yeah. him. A good I think that's what I would have holding midfielder yeah. on the left hand yeah. side and put Delaney at left back because yeah. Delaney's went backwards since he went to centre half. I think I thought yeah. when he played left back last season, he was solid. He got him down the flank, no problem. So yeah. that for me is more an issue at the moment. But um, anything else from the year game? What what about the referee? He was absolutely oh, absolutely shite. Aye, see it. I mean, I'm 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 not I'm not defending Billy here. Billy, they did deserve a yellow. He, he, it was a long bridge incident, but Longridge gave a. Not long, long staff, isn't it? Longridge, I've right. a, a bit long, long staff. <laughs> Longridge played at Queen's Park. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I was calling him Lewis and Louis inside. He was getting all sorts coming from me. Um, I he obviously reciprocated a tackle, and I think Longstaff is. I think he got. I think he got a caution for it. But Dodge just said, "What was that about ref?" And literally, he got a yellow card as he turned away. And I was down at wall. Dodge just shouted back to one of the coach staff, something like, "What the fuck's he doing?" Something like that, you know. But not at the referee, mm. like we would say. And then. Stupidly, as you've seen, the ref comes over and gives him a second yellow. 
It's and crazy. Stroke at half time. And it also takes Dodds out the, the team talk at half time because Dodds sits in the stand. Yeah. He can't go and give his half time team talk. So the timing of it was terrible for us. So, yeah. And I thought the ref was shite as well. It was well out of depth. It was poor for both teams, though. He was given free kicks for either team that weren't free kicks. He was given absolutely terrible decisions. He was, he, he was awful. He was awful. Yeah. Um, I did get quite animated. We all saw Unfortunately, you don't want to go viral in the first game of the season, do you? Um, <laughs> or the second, yeah. for that matter. Uh, your first away day. First away day, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I was, I was most frustrated. My frustrations were with the referee more than anything else, which is um, surprising. Mm-hmm. Given the context, let's talk about the subs then. Um, Big Lodovica comes on for Bray. Fair enough. Young players, probably knackered. It's worked really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brooks I, comes on. Brooks comes on for Billy. Right. For me, um, great potential. Great potential. He's not ready for a championship yet. He's not ready to run to run the to to, to run the an attack in championship level. Brooks. He's not ready. No, I I, I see. I see him as a ten, or is is maybe someone coming off of Billy. I I, I kept Billy on, although ever since Billy, as we said, I think Billy was more a centre centre midfielder on Saturday than he was a striker. He was coming back to. To get the ball, but but we can't, I, we can't, we can't, you can't take him off. We need him to go. We no, can't take him off. No, no, I, I agree with you. It's a, it's a, it's a wrong sub, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll back that up. But Big Harry, I think, just needs he, he looked poor on Saturday, but I don't know if that's just the, the step up in quality. I mean, he was he was struggling, but again, all you playing. want him to do is is hold the ball up and get free kicks if he can, like, and he oh, wasn't get, doing yeah, that. Get on the defender, get the keeper. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's him going on to try and get an equaliser, yeah, just annoy the defence and try and. Try to take defenders with them that was free space up for the likes of Brooks and Shaw and the rest who are still playing. But I, I, so I think Brooks looks a bit short of fitness. Obviously, he missed the last two or three games, didn't he? So I'll give him a well. pass. Aye, exactly. So I'll give him a pass just now. But I think he'll be quality. I'm still thinking he's he'll be he'll be he'll be fine in two or three games, mate. Two or three months. Nathan Shaw took three months, four months to get to grip with this league. Aye, but I, I, I know, I know, he's been playing. Kid football at Celtic, he's still playing at a decent level though. I mean, it's it's not like coming from AFC Field in the Northern Premier League, wherever they are, they are below the conference. Point, still... the point, we'll go, go, go to Queen's Park. The point is, we need players to be ready now. Um, so Queen's that... Park, 2 one loss. This, this is one of the most, well, it's one of the worst opening re- results and definitely one of the worst opening day performance I can remember. Um, back to front, I thought we were poorer than Queen's Park, we were weaker in every department. Our defence was slow to react. Our midfield was slow in possession. Don't think we made enough movement off the ball. When we did have it, everything just seemed really ponderous and predictable. Oh. And it was the absolute opposite of what I thought we were going to get on the pitch, to be honest. I was really looking forward to it. Um, as I mentioned in the last pod, I took my last poo. I was going to say last poo. <laughs> Freudian slip. As I mentioned in the last pod, uh, I took my my daughter to this. This is her first game. And uh, I had a... If she wasn't there, I probably would have had a crap day. I had a great day out, other than result. Uh, but we're here to talk about Cali Thistle. Um, what was the most worrying? I mean, there's so many things. So you can pick one for yourself, Sandy. What was the most worrying thing about that performance? It was just the, it was the individual errors for me. It's it was just an extension of that because we were we at that point you're already if you include the cat matches you're already sort of a few games into the season and it's already been happening quite a bit and to see it sort of trickling the league games is all the more concerning because it says that issues aren't being addressed. It's 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 just frustrating. It was frustrating to watch. Um, and as you said, it's really placid on the day. But yeah, the individual errors for me because 
it just didn't seem to me like they were any closer to getting cut out of the team as things currently stood. The amount of chances created with the positives, I'm going to try and get, I'll spin it to the positives. I mean, the amount of chances we created, we should score three or four goals in another day, but again, it's worrying that we're not taking them. Billy, the two, the one that I remember winning at Gilmore where he took an age to, to basically take the ball he and he, he got blocked, but it was, I think Shaw put the ball through, didn't he? It was a great pass through by Shaw. It was, it was the only time in the game, though, where we actually had a really good exchange of play. I, that, you know, where we actually troubled them. Not, you know, mm-hmm. and there was too many times in the game where Billy wasn't doing something or Shaw wasn't doing something. We just looked flat. Well, I think we missed yeah. we missed some a driving. That was the only time I've ever seen Gummo drive beyond the striker into the box. It was, it's yeah. not happening. You, you've seen Billy coming short, but as, as we spoke yeah. about. That's why we're forced to pray that it's actually the only one that's shown some positivity going forward here. I don't think the, the current players that we've got and the way that we're the way that we're playing in terms of lack of um, confidence, I don't think that system helps. I don't don't think four four two helps. A lot of long ball stuff as well, isn't it? I know the long ball. But, uh, Billy Billy did shot, didn't he? When he scaffed it wide, it was a it was a pass from Shaw, wasn't it? A big sort of it was ball over the top. Yeah, I, I, I don't like us playing that. I mean, we've done it in the League Cup games against the Barton, and it didn't work. It's it's not good for us long term playing that way. Quite other chances though. I was looking at my notes. Samuel's had the. One in oh, the sec- second half, an and, and, just and, and it was it was it was on side. It was on side, and it's an absolutely brilliant header from Longstaff. He's waiting for the ball to come down, and he knows exactly what he's doing. Cushioned it right into him. That's got to be a goal. That should mm-hmm. be a goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, definitely. Well, that was a one nil as well, was it not? That goes in. It's a different game. I think that's just before they scored, or maybe a few minutes yeah. before. But yeah, I think see Samuels. He's one in about like Dan McKay was a confidence. He's been Dan McKay was went on a run. He was. I think Samuels, if he gets a goal or two, can go on a run, but he too much too much for me heads down when he gets he misses a chance. There's no that right, let's get another fucking chance, let's get another one. The head goes down, and that's that's no good at the start of the season. You want him to be obviously trying to come out the blocks fast. Mm. Seems to be coming a collective attitude as well, kind of throughout the team a little bit. That's probably I know, one of the reasons why we're on the run we're on. I don't it, that's mean and again people's dodge will be getting in tight at the neck. That's where the players have got to take a wee bit of self ownership and go look. Who's taking ownership in the part? The manager can put him out, and this is not me blindly defending Dodds, but we need leaders in the park, and that's when we talk about a centre back. We need someone who's who knows the league or knows the country and can, you know, be a bit, be a bit of an animal. You know, be an old yeah. school defender. I mean, that's what we need. But we've got too many good players, but not enough backbone. And yeah. that's my... I, I, I like Gilmore. I think we all said Gilmore was good in, in the preview pod, I, but yeah. he's not. He's 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 been a passenger in these two mm. games, to be honest. Because mm. we've played against two teams. One, the first team played three man midfield, a deep line midfield player, and they just passed around us. And in nice. the second game, we played against two certain midfielders that just wanted to scrap. And we only really had one player that could scrap. Gilmore was so played at a decent level, um, but he mm. wasn't really up for the scrap, I think. Or certainly, if he was, Air United won it. Um, so I would expect a lot more from him, but. I also think that both him and Carson, as I've alluded to, will play better in a three-man midfield. But the point is, if you play a three-man midfield, who the hell else is going to play in the middle of the park? Because we don't we don't have anyone. So we're talking about oh, let's get a centre half. I think we need another body midfielder. I agree. I think we need. Um, I, I, I think we need at least three more. I think centre back, centre mid, and possibly a, another wide option as well. Just to not overput mm. pressure on Bray. You know, after that, that only really leaves you with long staff for. Or sure, I genuinely think that's what we're needing if we've got if we want to have a, a proper squad for the rest of the season. But no, I totally I agree with you. The middle, I, I, middle, I, and the, the centre back, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like another winger, boys. I but I'm just thinking, would, would you, could you see Longstaff or Shaw through the middle, which would free up a space either side? I mean, 
I think either yeah, they did a job there last season. Yeah, we seen. Mm-hmm. Also, I like. I quite like. Uh, quite like. I said, but I quite like long stuffs. Like his body shape is quite good. He looks like he can create a chance. So um, he can maybe play there. But you know, we've we've used Shaw there before. Um, so we miss him. We miss him. We need. We need. We need a small sort of you know pacey winger. I'd, I'd have in a minute. He, he had. A, he had a bit of that bite as well that you were talking about, Riley. Mm-hmm. You know, he did. You know, he wasn't afraid to get stuck in in games. You know, mm-hmm. and we do miss that. Absolutely. I've got a section in this new pod. Uh, you'll notice there's no no jazzy music. That this, this is not this is not the pod for. No, not at all. Nah, no. not for that. Um, no, not, not, not really the right mood right now either. <laughs> I've got a section called goals scored. <laughs> David the Davidson headed against Queens Park. A simple corner from Harper and they're sleeping. Maybe the game is done, um, and he just unchallenged. Just heads it, heads it in the goal. Mm. It's not really much analysis of that that you could do. Is it? <laughs> probably, probably more shite uh, defended from them. I think it was two yards ahead, wasn't it? But two, two games though, that goal scored. Two games we haven't conceded. We haven't scored a goal from open play. That's we could have got three or four against Queens Park though. I yeah, mean, we could have done. No, you're right. We could have done. We could have done. And I suppose air games sometimes it's quite difficult to create on that pitch. It's quite tight. We normally we normally play no well, not no bad in it. Somerset Park over the years, it's all been a happy hunting ground. But I mean, we started well against Queens Park. The shot, shot had a good dig, didn't he, from the edge of the box? Keeper saved it well, and then you'd Billy, the Billy of Billy a couple as far as I remember. I remember the scarf wide. He'd something another one, didn't he? It, it, but the keeper made a great save. Didn't he? The colour just before half time. The keeper made a peach of a save. Um, yeah. they, they two or three go in. It's a different game, but. Again, it's it's a confidence thing again. But the worry is they go from the amount of chances created at home to Saturday's game, where I know we had a couple that you, you spoke about at the start of the pod, but there were nothing really. It wasn't enough. No, the Shaw one. The Shaw one. He should score it. Should be lone hard across keeper. And it's a good goal. He's trying to be cheeky and put it in the, the, the near post side. But the, the drop off in terms of chances is quite worrying in, in the space of seven days. Yeah. Uh, and goals conceded. We've, we've talked about the the first one against Queens Park already. The Harper one. Um, I think he just needs to play that back to Ridgers, quite frankly. Um, the second one. Well, I've not talked about that, have we? Uh, six oh. six attempts to to tackle uh, or clear this ball by a combination of Delaney, Carson, Longstaff, and Duffy, and not one of them capable. And then what a weak finish for oh, that goal, pass, Sandy. Eh? Passed that, didn't it? Yeah, just just a collective failure all across the board, and it just kind of it kind of summed up all the problems we had kind of going into the game. You know, lack of confidence, as Riley says, a lack of communication, yeah. and it just kind of all fell apart in that that one full swoop. And yeah. it, it it took the game from us ultimately. See, see if that was see if that was last season, right? And maybe I'm I'm bigging him up too much. This is Scar from Delaney. Somebody like Robbie Dees would just go and put the head in the ball and get it to fuck. It just it, it, it was such a passive response. Even and I'm, I'm not pushing this on Delaney. Right? It was a horrible sort of scaff. But it just let the ball come down, and is that we're absorbing I, it? Again? I, I actually don't think we concede that second uh, uh, goal of Danny Devine plays. Even Danny Devine, because he throws he throws himself in front. Of, you I know, mean, even I he's having a poor game, he's not scared. He's not scared to keep. I'll keep on going. I'm keeping on going. He throws himself about. He keeps on going. Danny Devine. I think if he plays, we don't concede that. I think. I old fashioned defender just get rid of the ball, and it's just. I mean, Longridge has an attempt. Who, who else? The Duffy's there at one point. As you say, there's half Four a team in the box. It just falling yep. in the rafters. It's yeah, and the finish is a joke. They, they just, no, nobody puts a foot in. Nobody seems to sort of try and stand up. It, no. just, it, it didn't happen. You could just see it kind of coming. The more and more it's spent in the box, you could just see that goal was going to happen. That's uh, one of the poorest goals we conceded in quite some time. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. But if we were four or five nil down, I could see him just as no given a damn about it. But we're only one nil down at that point. Mm. The game's there, and it's just a passive response. But yeah, anyhow. 
All right, and the last one, um, yeah, we talked about that already. Um, our pretty positioning, Delaney steps out and lets uh, Amarty just nice little finish, nice little finish. Um, like he had a good game for there, Amarty. Folks were saying he looked pretty decent for them. Aye, aye. He, he um he played he played. I'm sure that like Harry referenced him. He played in the same league as him last. I think they I think they're friends. Yeah. Aye, aye. They grew up together, right? There's some link between the two, but. I it looked decent. I think by all accounts yeah. he was good against Morton, even though they got beat three one in the first game. So, all right. yeah, good sign. No, it looks it looks a bit of a powerhouse for them. Right. Yeah. Uh, up next, we will uh, take a look at the upcoming matches. For McDonald, of the castle, Inverness men, Weechies, Hustle, Jenny Heavers, CCTV, Beezy's Pizzas, Judas City, Farland Park, the Library, Spectrum Centre, the Multi Story, Cali Central, the Golden Mile. Right, a little mini league look ahead. Um, the the leagues sort of split quite nicely for 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 podcasts anyway, in terms of having a little break, or if you don't want to go to matches because they depress you too much. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a it's a break, and then we play Airdrie and Dunfermline, and then I think it's another break, and then it's the next three matches. Um, so yeah, Saturday twenty sixth of August is the next match. It's Airdrie away. Um, let's look at their results. Airdrie 2, Partick Thistle 1. Airdrie came from behind to chalk up their first points of the season. They were trailing to a first-half James Lyon effort, but they turned it all around after the break with second-half goals from substitute Gabby McGill uh, and a Callum Gallagher header snatching the win. Uh, and the only downside to that um, win was they got a serious-looking injury to player-manager Reese McCabe, who's taken off on a stretcher. And before that, they lost narrowly to Dunfermline 2-1. Um, they had taken the lead before Dunfermline went 2-1 up and they held on despite getting a man sent off. But Airdrie had a lot of possession in the Dunfermline game and it, they were uh, even a match uh, for Dunfermline, having obviously played them a number of teams last season. Tough question. Is it a sad indictment of where our club is when we're looking to get a draw at Airdrie for our first points of the season? Yes. Aye, aye. I had to, had to get a draw now. I think it's going to be a tough game. I'm looking forward to going, actually. It's an old blast in the past. Um, but I had to get a draw. I think they just signed well as well. I mean, although I wasn't happy, I was looking about Todd off. I know you wanted him off. I know you'd be gutted that he's there. But t- you would but, take him now? I'd take, take my heartbeat now, yeah. It shows, <laughs> uh, shows what I knew. I, 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 I would have taken him after watching him against us in, in the cup. I thought he was excellent that night. He, was, he scored the winning goal, but honestly, won everything in the air was a constant nuisance. Exactly the kind of player you want in your team right now. They look a good side. They look they look a good side. You know they're a tight unit. They've not got obviously a big squad, but it's a it's a really capable squad. And you can tell they're all kind of playing for McCabe. I wouldn't walk them up against them after that Parter game because it sounds like they they were worthy winners and that, and they were unlucky not to get anything at, at par. So yeah, I wouldn't walk them up against them. It's a plastic right pitch as well, isn't it, Adrian? I'm sure. So yeah. that'll um, that'll suit them. They'll be used to the pitch, which. I know there's a few plastic pitches in this league, and we've got plenty of experience on it. But I always, I always worry when we go to these pitches. Um, apart from Starts Park, because we never lose there until next month. But that's another podcast. All right. Well, here's a big one. Here's a big question. Uh, this is what everyone's going to be thinking about. And um, yeah, so are we? How do we line up for this one? Who do who do you pick? Who's who's available? That's the problem. Who's well, you would you, you imagine? So you imagine you have, we haven't heard much from Duffy and um, Samuel. So hopefully it's not. Nothing too bad. So you would hope that they're back in the squad. Um, you know that you're going to be without uh, young boy Nicholson and mm-hmm. and and Roddy. So yeah. is that fingers crossed. Welsh is back. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's, he's he's not going to be back. No, not yeah. at all. No, he's 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 out for a few weeks at least. I don't think well, we'll you... see. It. I don't think we'll see. Where are we now? I don't think we'll see until September. Um, right. maybe, maybe middle of, maybe 
maybe second week in September at the earliest, I think. Oh, you st- you've, you've got the Inverness Cup game next week. They might bring some boys back into that game. There might be some boys that wouldn't play normally. Get a run out against Clark next uh, Tuesday night, which mm. would put them in contention for Airdrie the following Saturday. Yeah. So, like I said, Brooks, may, Brooks might, might get 45 or 60 minutes. Samuels might get a little bit of time. I mean... Yeah, I think it's, it's, that, that's a great game for the young boys to play in and um, be a nice one for people to go to. And is it midweek, Steve? Is it Tuesday night? I think next yeah. Tuesday, twenty so, second. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think that's going to turn around our season. Um, <laughs> for me, you have to move away from the four four two, and we've got mm-hmm. to go back to a four five one. And I don't really care who plays in the positions; we just need to be harder to beat. We're not going to go to five at the back. We don't even have enough competent centre half to play two centre halves, no. let alone let alone three. So okay. for me, Ridgers. Divine, um, uh, Duffy, Duffy and Divine for me. Duffy and Delaney. Divine, yeah, me yeah. Uh, and I would, mm-hmm. I would actually move Delaney to left back. Um, uh, keep Davidson at right back. He's 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 got a bit of pace actually. So see, when he gets in a bad position, he can actually get back and cover. He's quite good at blocking the uh, blocking crosses and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. I and I would, and I would argue, depending on who's available for the midfield, I would move Harper, Harper. Into, uh, mm-hmm. either left midfield or even you know he had a spell in the middle of the park last season, um, mm-hmm. but. You know he's a talented player, but I would get him away from the defence at the moment. No, I, I think he's got wonderful left foot. I, I, I think he can pick a pass. I, 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 I agree. I'd, I'd, I'd put him in centre mid just now. Mm. With if, if Welsh is out for the next few weeks, then I'd go with a three-man midfield. I'd go him, uh, Gilmore, and Carson, and yeah. I'd stick with the back four that you said. And I'd yeah. probably go Billy, Billy sort of as centre forward, Shaw on the left, and either Longstaff or, or Bray on the right. Probably stick with Bray, given how well he played against against there. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think. I Stevie, think, what do you yeah. think of that? I think four one, but four five one would be perfect. Me, uh, I like I like that I like the idea of Carson Samuels. Um, forgot about Samuels. Uh, Sam, uh, depending how fit he is, I mean, if, if Samuels comes back and he's, he's he's pretty fit, you could put you could put him the right or left. He's pretty versatile. Yeah, you, you could, you could play him in one of the right or left. You could play. You want to be more physical? You could play mm-hmm. Shaw in the middle. Harper mm-hmm. Harper goes bench. Those are the only. And then you've got you just got to hope to Christ. There's no injuries to um. Gilmore or, any, or Car- Carson, any, anyone else? Specifically those two, because I think uh, yeah. um, even Hyde's injured as well, isn't he? No, uh, no, Hyde was. I'm sure he was the bench on Saturday. I'm sure he was in the bench. He is, yeah, in the, he's, he's, had, he's had he's had an injury problem since he came back to preseason, though. So I don't think he's sort of fully fit yet. Yeah, yeah. Then there's, there's Max Ram there as well, boys, who seems to have been forgotten about. Yeah, he's he's been he injured, on the bench. He? He, he wasn't on the bench at the weekend, was he? No, no, no. no. Just... I know. So. I, I can see maybe Max getting pushed out. I mean, if, if they've got a free space up front or centre half, then what's the point of having... If they bring a new one in, there's no point keeping Max Ram there, is there? Yeah, so that's how we'd line up. I'd, I'd be happy with that. That's... I, I, I think most fans would be 4 5 one, I like it. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. we should say we don't suit 4 4 2, so yeah, we've got to change it. It's not happening. Um, Saturday, 2nd of September, Dunfermline at home. Uh, so we talked about there, uh, they got that um, narrow win against Airdrie, uh, and then the last game at time of recording, 1 um, 1. Draw with Dundee United away. Matthew Cujo's 95th minute effort rescuing a dramatic point for Dundee United. And Craig Whiten had Dunfermline in front after an hour at Tanaraisa from a header from a Josh Edwards. Cross United had the most chances in this one, but Dunfermline quite resolute uh, again with their new look defence. They seem to be playing a 3 4 3. Yeah, 3 4 3 or a 3 5 2. Um, and again, unless something miraculous happens in training or we get a massive boost from our. Uh, four five one. We've just come up with in the Airdrie game. I can't see us winning this one, and that's and that's a big one because obviously it's it's our second home game. 
think I think if it was away, I'd be struggling at home. I'm hoping the crowd behind us and stuff might get a lot better response. I'm I'm praying for four points out of the next two games. I mean that that'd be, so, that'd be yeah, perfect. Just, by that point, it just all depends on how that that energy game goes. Aye, exactly. It'll knock on effect from that. You're right. The energy, yeah. the energy game's a real catalyst because we'll have had two weeks off by that point and you know, you're know you hoping that some players are back. You're also hoping that possibly there might be maybe another signing in there and that'll, that if that were to happen, that would give everybody well, a we, big lift. We've got to get something out of Airdrie and Dunfermline or yeah. one of the, or three points from one of them because the next two games are Wraith and Dundee United. Yeah, uh, Wraith away as well. I know. Mm-hmm. Wraith yeah, and Dundee United. Two best sides in the league, arguably. That'll get moved to TV as well, that one. That'll be a Friday. Dundee United so, will get moved, won't it? Yeah, mean, that, gives, that gives us half a chance because it's a Friday night. So. Yeah, actually, Dunfermline game. This will be the first game after the transfer window of Dunfermline game. So what have we talked about already? What what do we need? What do we have to sign in order not to be in a relegation scrap? I've heard rumours this week that we're now, we're now not in for any players after um, the manager having said he was in for some players. Um, I don't think that the manager can be happy with the squad. The manager's got a two-year contract. So, to be honest, the manager can say what he wants. So, if he doesn't think he's been backed by the board, he should just say that. Yep. But if he's ha- if he's happy with that squad, he's he's watching a different team. Because that, that squad's not good enough presently. No. I, I think, there's, I think there's, there's some money left in the coffers for at least one. Yeah, so that'll be the centre-half. I think he'd like two in, if he could. But I think he's only going to get one. Realistically, it'll be the centre-half. I think there's one lined up, but we don't know. It's Apparently, he's young and, young and pacey, which... I hope, I hope it's not true. I hope it's old and slow with a voice in his <laughs> with a good voice. I mean, I take, I take, if I could send Broadfoot tomorrow again, I'd take him in a heart. Oh, God, guy, wouldn't you? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he would, it would, it would, it's just not, you got to remember, I think it's not just on the park, Moff, it's off the park, the professionalism. Yeah. They, they around the training pitch and the dressing room. These things add up to a good working environment. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's old and slow, but it won't be. So, so many kind of, Echoes of last season, isn't there? Because Welsh missed a lot of the start of last season, and we did miss him then. And mm-hmm. you know, at this point, injuries were starting to creep in. It really does feel like history's kind of repeating it. So, Easy was injured. Dalladice was injured yeah, as well. But 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 this this is a for me right now. You know, if this is what we're staying with, this is a far weaker squad than than last season. Aye. You know? I know, I know. Yeah, just sign some animal that will get sent off four times. Sign, sign just a dickhead that we all hate from another team that will make us a better team. I don't care. Doesn't have to be skillful. Just be an ugly centre half that will win games for us and make us a better team. That's all I want. But let's worst case scenario. Nobody before the second before sorry the end of the window was thirty first first before the end of the window. No one comes in. Be to be played. It's an uphill struggle. Big the, uphill the, struggle. Then you're waiting on free agents and that's they're playing the free agent game. Then if no no one comes in, and we've done that before and never been successful. So because that's always the thing. If we don't get a player in transfer deadline day, we can get a free agent. But if they're a free agent in September, it means no one else wants them either. So, but I thought we were right, right. I thought we were waiting in the transfer market this year because, you know, X player was going to become available. Well, no, I don't think the player they used the scenario where last year a couple of players became available in August that they wanted yeah. but couldn't afford. They're just hoping that maybe someone pops up. There's no, I don't think they've got a player. They just don't want to come into that same scenario where they can't afford one. Mm-hmm. It's, a it's a big, it's a bit, it's a big gamble in itself because there's just, yeah, there's no guarantee that those players are going to be there, and you no. are running out of time with the window, you know, being as close to shutting as it is. What's up? Exactly. Listen, what's happened to the Scottish Cup money then? Is that just plug the hole that the directors have been plugging for the past few seasons, kept so the directors don't have to put the money in the season to plug it? No, I think it's kept the full time off. I think we spoke about the pod last year. We could have been part time if we didn't beat Cabana that night or beat Livingston actually. But the budget, honest, the budget is not the same budget, like. 
But you're not telling me there's not an extra little bit of money from eight hundred thousand pounds plus to get an extra player or two in. No, when the no, manager no. really needs one. No, no, I don't think there's much. I think uh, we're, we're eight hundred grand in the in 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 a hole, weren't we, before the cup yeah. final? So that that plugs that gap there. You've also got the money it takes to get to the cup final, expenses, hotels, so all the stuff that you don't normally pay in a, in a day out. You have to pay for the cup final. You have to pay probably towards the steward and the policing and the cup finals. There's, there's a lot. It's a bit like your, you know your wages, your top line. What you get at the top isn't what you get at the bottom. That's probably where this money figure comes from. What we actually got was probably far less than what was was advertised, and it paid unexpected, off debts. The, the, the unexpected expense along with the unexpected income. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. not cheap. It's not cheap to go to a cup final. Um, but yeah, people people are thinking that we get a big pot of gold and directors have pocketed it. It's, it's I think, not, I think the fact the fact as well. A lot apart from. Apart from Billy Mackay, and even then, his his case is is not sort of as as sort of clear cut. Everybody that got signed up has only been signed up on a one year deal. You know, there doesn't really seem to be any sort of long term approach. They're very much looking at it, obviously season by season right now. Which Brooks, Brooks is two. Brooks is two. He's two. He's two. Uh, but yeah. all the He's sort of existing, one. all the kind of existing players like your Samuels, your Duffy's, uh, Divine, even they all only got a one year deal, Aye. which says to me they're all kind of looking season by season. Right now, Aye. you know, and, and obviously the young boy, but the young boys like Brooks and all that, they're coming in. I mean, I'm I'm speculating, but I'm I'm willing to bet they're not going to be on it as much as probably the likes of Mark Ridgers or Sean Welsh, for example. No, you know, no, it's, it's a bal- it's it's a balancing act, and you've got Aye. to assume guys like Sir Devine and, and Daffy will be somewhere in the middle. They've been here for quite a while, and they've contributed in their time here. I there's a there's a balance between new boys and there's a balance between guys that've been there. They're going yeah. on to season four, season five, and that's where yeah. See if we're not progressing, do you just stick with them for another year or do you just, just clean it from top to bottom and start again? Because we've got a, we've got a strategy and I don't think we've got a long-term strategy. It seems to be we're going, as you say, we're going season to season and yeah. there's a lot of dead wood there. I hate the same players are dead wood, but it's players that are probably happy picking up a wage that probably don't want to go sideways or, or down. They're not going to go up. There was, there was so, one or two that got retained that definitely surprised me. I was surprised oh, to see Samuel stay. I did not expect aye. him to... To be staying on, um, you you watch you look I, at other you look at other clubs in the division. You see the players that some of them pick up. You know, guys, you know, mm-hmm. hardworking, some talented players from the lower divisions, and they go on, and most of them they, they do quite well. They certainly give you a, they give you a game, they give you a hard game. You know, well, and we jog, don't jog, we don't we don't have that transfer strategy at all. Geography doesn't help us and stuff, and it, we we no. have to pay a wee bit more to get the same player. So if a player wants to see see we're competing with Morton right, who I've got lesser budget, we've got to pay forty fifty quite a bit more. Yeah. Than what they pay, yeah. just to get a player up, and then you've got to give them the house where he can stay his own house down the road down here, and that's always been problems, and that's why they looked at the English market years ago. But yeah. once you get them up, they, they, they love it. It's getting them up. It's, it's a hard sell once they're there. Should go back know. to the English market, like uh, Ay said in the preview pod. Let's go back to that English market. Yeah, what's that? What's that doing? We're doing that. We've got long staff and show a little bit. I know long staff played up here, but they're all English based agents, aren't they? So, yeah. We have we have struggled to kind of, you know, since Billy Dodd has come in, and I don't think this is this isn't me criticising him directly because I don't think he's got as much of a say in the players that come in as managers have in the past. But you know, you look at Robbo's last window as manager. You know, these uh, came in, Allardyce came in before that, Parson had come in. These are all guys that some of them were only here up until sort of last season. Some of them are still here. You know, Bill, Billy Dodds has. His loan signings have been pretty good. A lot of them have made a pretty good impact. But anybody that's come in with the onus of kind of been a long-term player, you know, your your George Oakleys, your your Gardines, Stephen Boyd's, you know, <laughs> Stephen Boyd's, none of them have lasted. 
you know, we're, you know, he's in his third season now. He's actually had as much time as manager here, almost as Robbo has in his second spell. And Robbo was able to hang on to players for that a little bit longer because recruitment seemed to just sort of be better. I don't know what's kind of happened there, but under Dodds, we've kind of struggled to to sort of build a new spine, if you like, once other players leave. And I think we're kind of, we're at that point now where we're kind of reading the ruins of that a little bit with the squad we have right now. There doesn't, mm. as Riley says, there doesn't appear to have been much of a kind of strategy put in place. But we knew a lot of these guys were going to be going, yet we're still kind of festering about in the market, it seems, or maybe not. We don't know for sure. Whose fault that is that then? Is that the manager? Is that the people that run the football club? It, for me, it, for me, it's however the, the sort of chain of command goes in terms of bringing players in. You know, whether it's Dodds, whether it's Robbo, because we're all kind of we were all kind of led to believe that under the remit of sporting director recruitment, kind of fell under Robbo yeah. certainly for assessing I, players. Yeah, I don't know how. Th- I, I obviously Dodds is getting it in the neck at the moment. Uh, I've seen Gardner get it in the neck as well. I've seen Morrison get it online from a variety of people. Um, and I've seen other people going on oh, the board. Mm. Now, there's lots of different individuals in there. I don't know who they are. I don't know how the club works. But there's lots of different individuals and I imagine lots of different ideas and lots of different ways people want to do things. And we don't know what happens behind the scenes there. So it, it's, all, it's, it, it's all just conjecture. So, But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there is going to be blame. If we keep losing matches, there's going to be blame and somebody's got to take blame. I understand oh, to a certain extent why Robbo's getting it because, you know, he got criticised last season for turning up for Sports Sound for games when, you know, we were away or when we were playing or that and he was doing it again on, on Saturday and when you're playing as poorly as we are, you know, it's not, you know, the optics don't fit on that one. You know, folks are going to have a go and I can understand why, you know, especially I, I, right I, now with the, with the window being open with, you know, we've all said, you know, everybody's kind of saying the same thing. It doesn't matter whether you go home games, away games, you know, whatever. Everybody's saying that we're short of players, that we need more players. And if that is what he's meant to be doing, then that's what he should be doing. He shouldn't be working for Sports Sound on a Saturday. Stephen Moss says about the boards and stuff, and yeah, the, the board are people see the board, and it's like a, it's this invisible thing. No one knows, knows who they are or knows what they do. We got so, you know, we've actually like, we got a new board member. Um, we did, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's a he's a vet. He is, yeah. I've seen that seen that today on our, on our chat actually. But see, you know, I say it out of mind though. He, so that's why Dodge gets it right. Dodge is front and center, right? So he gets it tight. I think Robbo got got away with a lot of abuse last year, and I don't agree with him mm-hmm. being at, at, at Victoria Park every second Saturday when we were playing down no. in Capital or Somerset. I don't. I, it should be either at the game supporting Billy or at other championship games. You know, scouting the next opponent. If, he, if he's if he's still if he's still employed by the club and drawing a salary, it's a bad look. Say the least, that, it's a bad look. It's now getting the point that because we're losing games, we're now looking at the board. They're now looking at Robbo because we need, yeah. we, need we need to blame someone, right? And it's yeah. you can only blame Dodge so much and. That's where I think someone, the, the, the board, this, they need to come together and say, look, our chairman's not based on this. That doesn't help, right? The fact he's down in right. Dundee, that's that's not an Ariel's thing. But again, it's not his fault. I think there's got to be leadership at the top to say, look, let's restructure this club from the top right down to the playing staff to say, look, we need a one vision going forward. And I think there's a few few guys within the boardroom that don't get on. There's a few different opinions. And different opinions is good, but you still have, a, got to have the same strategy. And I don't think that's the case. With the club at the moment, and that must fall to the players. See, when you work in a company, you know. I was, about to, ask, I was about to ask you actually. What do you think? Do you think that is something that trickles down into the playing side of things? Because it does just from from the top on down, it does just seem like a, a lack of leadership and Aye. a lack of kind of just I don't know that extra sort of effort you need to kind of get things right. You know, everybody seems to be doing just about enough to keep us afloat, but beyond that, there doesn't really I, seem to be enough. 
I think whether you change it, Sandy, or, or you, it needs to be addressed and cleaned out and being sort of, I don't know, re, re, recalibrated, refocused, whatever you want to call it. Because I think at the moment, players do know that there's a bit of tension upstairs. And it's, it, yeah. if it was your company, your job, your same. Well, Absolutely. People talk, right? And they, they, they will know about it. So, yeah, I think it does no. affect them. When yeah, you, I, no, I totally, totally agree. You, you talk about keeping the club afloat. There has been people that have put their hand in their pocket as summer directors and summer summer benefactors, yeah. and they've kept the yeah, club yeah. afloat. Um, mm-hmm. And the people that have stewarded the club over the last few years have kept the club afloat as well. So we're we're yeah. still there and we're still kicking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we all want to be better. We all want to be better. I know. I know. Yeah. And again, again, as much as some mercy benefactors, I'd wish the board were a bit more transparent in what they're doing. I mean, I, I, I don't expect weekly updates or monthly updates. I don't care. I just think. We as fans would like to know who they are sometimes or what they're doing, because again, I think that that, that lack of transparency is kind of blown up on them a couple of times, obviously over mm-hmm. the summer, and you know, and that's despite the the kind of assurances from I think Scott Gardner said it himself at one point that things would be different, and you know, yet we're a few years on and the same mistakes are still kind of getting made, and that understandably it kind of it miffs a lot of people. Scott reports to the board, right, and I think. Scott's a good mouthpiece for the club, um, but he's, he reports to them. They should be Aye. coming out. It's like he, he's, he's an employee. He don't, he's, not, he's not a spokesman for the club. I think that's where maybe the chairman or one of our directors should come out and give, give the fans a different voice sometimes, with a different perspective. No, I, I agree. They, they do, the, the, especially chairman, because we hardly ever hear from Ross Morrison. I think he does need to be more involved. There's nothing too difficult about, you know, getting yourself onto a, you know, in front of a monitor or, you know, Mm-hmm. Recording something and putting it online. I don't see how that should be so difficult. He's a proper fan as well, the chairman. You know, if you ever been in his company, he's, he's good actually, good, good crowd, the chairman and stuff. And yeah. he's a passionate fan. And I just think, I think he's probably selling himself short and stuff by not being as vocal. Because I think a lot of fans just assume, you know, the, the stupid, the Dawes Gardner, Morrison, Orange, all that crap shit you see sometimes online. If, Morrison, if, if Ross came out actually and just spoke to the fans a little bit more from, from a, a good, good sort of podium, good medium. I think he'd be getting yeah. a bit more clout, you know, and he's a proper fan, so. so. Yeah, uh, it's, all, it, it, it's, all, it's it's almost, I think, I agree. I think if that sort of stuff had been happening, the perspective would uh, maybe be a bit different. It's almost like, you know, it's happened sort of for too long now that folks are just kind of ready to jump on, Aye, jump exactly. on anything. And because we're not winning games and we're playing as sort of poorly as we are, the, the, the mood right now is, is so flat, you know, it doesn't matter who you talk to right now. Aye, no. I know, I know, I know. For the first game of the season, the atmosphere was flat, and it shouldn't be that way for any league campaign, regardless no. of what you're expecting. I don't, I, I don't remember sort of getting into the start of a league season and kind of feeling as kind of hmm. sort of as muted as as that. And, and that's having spoken to one or two folks I know quite well who are usually kind of pretty reserved opinion-wise, but they've they've all kind of said the same thing. You know, just the way things currently are, they don't feel right. And it's a shame no, no. because no, you know no. everybody everybody suffers. You know, from the top on down. Oh. It, it, it ruins your fucking weekend. I mean, I'm actually glad there's no games this weekend. I can have a stressful no, weekend. So, 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 <laughs> you know? so am I. So am it's, I. It's, it's, it's a weekend off the players and for me, so thank goodness. I think a lot of people would like to hear that sort of stuff coming from, from fans, though. You know, folk being quite upfront about how they're feeling about the oh, way things I, currently yeah. are. Because it, well, it's, it's not, really, it's not yeah. been able to happen enough. Sorry. Let, let's have more fans uh, tell us how they feel as well. Um, I We are looking for new voices to come on the podcast. Um I was going to say two, actually three of us uh, are starting new jobs um, 
very soon, so we're probably going to have less time to commit to the pod, uh, but we do want to keep putting more content out. It'd be nice to put out more of these, um, hosted by a variety of different people. As you see, this one's been more of a discussion rather than me just hosting everything and doing crap jokes. Um, so yeah, if you want to get on the podcast, please get in touch with us. Uh, if you've got a mate who never shuts up about Cali Thistle, goes to as many games as he can, don't have to go to all the games, you know, just a few whenever you can. I know it's expensive. Please do get in touch with us. Um, we'd, be, we'd love to hear from anybody any age, any background, male or female, please get in touch. Um, and yeah, that's that's all from our first mini-match reaction pod of the season. I've, we've just kept this under an hour, which I'm very pleased with. Um, and gents, as this is a difficult one. This is the most difficult uh, question of, of, of the entire pod. As usual, give me a positive to finish. <laughs> and it can't be Keith Bray. I know, I know. Uh, we've, 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 uh, we've used that to the moon. Positives, I'll say. I'll say, even though it wasn't a great chances created up top, are still there's still chances to every game. We could have scored in both games. We I know we scored in the first game. We could have scored multiple in the first game, and we could have scored on Saturday. So that's my only positive from the month, apart from Keith Bray. Uh, my positive is that uh, there is a two week break, and in the hope that it offers the chance to get some players. Uh, either in the door or back to fitness by the time we get around to play Nerdry. God, that's going to be a big one. Are you going to come down to that one, Sandy? I'm, I'm hoping to. I am hoping to. I like it's going to be a big game, Matt. It's going to be a big. Know, let's try. Let's try bad. and get. Let's try and get as many listeners to Airdrie as you can. It's going to be a big game for our season. You know, already so early in the season. Yep. What's your positive, Moff? You push us. Yeah, I was going to say, what have you got? Yeah. What's my positive? Yeah, my positive is that the transfer window is not shut and I really am uh, hoping that we get at least one, if not two players in, because I think it's required. We are all off to look at the minimum points required to stay in the division. That's quite bleak, actually. No, Um, no, we're we're all off to say, let's be positive. Uh, Let's hope that we do get players in. Let's hope that we can... get a couple of experienced players in and then um, we can start picking up some points. We need to do it now. We need to do it at Airdrie. Please. be done. Be please. And if it doesn't happen at Airdrie and it doesn't happen at Dunfermline, it doesn't happen at Wraith, it doesn't happen at Dundee United, it's a nut, it's it's this pod times 10. If we start taking fan opinions on the view at the club by that point, that, yeah, that... We'll have to I, mean, I tell you what, here. people will definitely yeah, be getting say, in touch yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There'll be no stopping them. Right, okay. Take care of yourself and each other and bye for now. Yep, yep. 